guess who's back? Back again. Back again. Shady's Verified? back. <laughs> Verified therapist. We're back. <laughs> We're back with a special episode this week. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about self-care. So while we're talking about self-care this week is um, I was on vacation when we usually are recording this. So mm-hmm. well, I will be on vacation the week that we're rec- we should be recording this. So we decided to take this time to just talk about some self-care and how we take care of ourselves mm-hmm. outside of work. Because we have a very draining job in our ethics to that, like, if we're not feeling 100%, then we shouldn't work. You know, when we were in school, we heard a lot about self-care. And I was just like, oh, yeah, like, we're supposed to be telling people that. So, yeah, we need to practice self-care. Kind of blew it off a little bit. Like, didn't really, like, put too much stock in it. And then when I actually started in the field, I was like, oh, this is why you actually have to practice self-care. Because... Our job is actually very mentally draining. It is very much so. And especially if you work at a job where you have to see back to back to back to back people every day, which is something that I know you do. I know you see people back to back to back all day. Yeah, typically. Yeah, like eight or nine people in a day. Which is very draining. Um, You know, when I worked at another place, Mm -hmm. we would do groups like every day of the week. So on average, we would see probably like at least like 15 people a day, like mm-hmm. 15, 20. Yeah. Sometimes on like the, the longer days, it would be more, yeah. which is insane because then you get to the end of the week and like you've seen 60 people. So you've done 60 mm-hmm. notes. Yeah. That's draining. It is extremely draining. And I think sometimes the perception of therapy is that you just go in and hang out and talk. And so it doesn't sound like that it would be that draining. But when you're processing trauma and you are talking about like substance use, you're talking about like these really heavy topics, Mm -hmm. that many people in a day. I mean, there's times where I get done with work and I know that you've experienced this too, or you probably have, you have like a headache where your brain Mm -hmm. has just been working all day long, problem solving and processing. And, you know, sometimes at my job, it's like putting out fires all day long. And so while I love the chaos and like I thrive in the chaos, it's very tiring. Yeah, it definitely can be, especially when you come home to like your partner or your roommate mm-hmm. or a friend and you're mm-hmm. just like talked out completely and you have mm-hmm. to be like, okay, give me like 20 minutes. Yeah. Or like we're not, I'm not going to be able to hold a conversation. Or like maybe if it's a heavier conversation, let's have this on another night because this is not going to, it's not going to happen. Like I don't have the brain capacity to do this. So, and that's self-care, setting those boundaries and also voicing Mm -hmm. like, I need a minute because I just had a really hard day at work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I, you know, it's important to talk about what self-care is because I think self-care is such like a hot button word right now. And it's kind of perceived as like taking a hot bath. Or you know, going and getting a massage, which those things are considered self-care and those things are important. But self-care is also very disciplined things like setting boundaries and what you're consuming in your body, you know, exercising. Mm-hmm. These things that might not feel like self-care in the moment because we don't really want to do them all the time. Those are also considered self-care, you know. 
They definitely are. And like mm-hmm. eating healthy, drinking plenty mm-hmm. of water, which mm-hmm. we know from a couple of episodes ago, I definitely drink a lot of water. <laughs> she, yeah. She's got that on lock. Like eating healthy. Um, mm-hmm. I had a meeting this past week with like a hormone specialist and mm-hmm. I was given magnesium mm-hmm. to take before I go to sleep. And just adding magnesium to my diet has helped so much. It's also mm-hmm. improved my sleep completely. Mm-hmm. It's helped me feel so much better throughout the day because I do take Zoloft. I get a lot of brain fog and I know it's only been a few days since I've ta- started taking the magnesium, mm-hmm. but it seems to help with the brain fog. Like I don't feel as foggy and I don't feel like I'm starting a sentence and just kind of not knowing where it's going. Yeah. That's great. Like and- sometimes you've seen this with me. Like sometimes I'll start a sentence and my brain will like leave the station completely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm literally just like the the brain fog that comes along with a lot of the SSRIs and mm-hmm. different medications like that. It's really difficult to deal with. Right. Yeah. I was like that really bad after I had COVID. Like mm-hmm. I've had COVID three times and each time like I've had a period of time where I was so brain foggy that I was just kind of like here. And I could not mm-hmm. keep a train of thought. And it's frustrating. Yeah. Because like when you start talking, like you can, you know where it's going. Mm-hmm. But then by the time you get like halfway there, it's like, Phew. yeah, <laughs> it's gone. Yeah. yeah. It kind of feels like sometimes I have like ADHD and I'm just like, where mm-hmm. did that go? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. But it, it really is like the, just the brain fog taking over. Yeah. So, and when that happens too much, I also know that that means that it's time for me to take a break from work as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Because yes, it's my medication, but also when I'm overworked, it happens even more. Yeah. So how would you describe what burnout looks like for Mm. people? Because that happens if you're not practicing enough self-care, you're overworking and it happens a lot in our job. Yeah, it definitely does. I think Burnout really looks like careless mistakes. Mm -hmm. That's a big Mm -hmm. one. Just in any profession, like when you notice Mm -hmm. yourself making like two times as many mistakes as you usually would, Mm -hmm. you know that your brain isn't fully operating at a normal level as it it usually would. Um, If you're getting into arguments with other people at work Mm -hmm. and having those kinds of conflicts, uh, that's a pretty big sign that maybe you need to step back and take a break. Yeah. If your emotions are getting heightened, you know, if you come home every single day and you just fall straight asleep, that's a big yeah. one. Um, dreading to also, see clients. I know it's yes. a big one. Yeah. <clears throat> dreading to see clients. Mm-hmm. Also just not doing the things that you were doing before. So if you were like eating healthy, exercising, mm-hmm. drinking water, and you stop doing all three of those things, or you've cut back on doing those things like a significant amount, then that's yeah. also a sign of burnout too. Yeah. Um, because you're just like, well, I'm too drained to to even cook mm-hmm. dinner. And that's understandable. But every night of the week, that's not a normal mm-hmm. thing to happen. And what normally happens in our field, if we get burnt out, we are not showing up for our clients mm-hmm. in a healthy space. And that could, like you said a second ago, lead to like some accidental negligence we might miss things that we might not normally miss if we're burnt out. Mm-hmm. 
um, a client comes in and makes some pretty serious claims that require some reporting or something. And we might not catch that just because, mm-hmm. you know, we're having a hard time staying focused because we're burnt out. Um, it, it really like can become harmful to some clients if they're trying to process and we're just not there and not able to be present with them. And that's why it's in our code of ethics as well, that Mm -hmm. if you are feeling these signs of burnout or you're not feeling the best, you shouldn't be working because our number one motto is do no harm. And you're not just harming yourself in that sense. You could be harming someone else. Yeah. And I think that that's very like, it's a difficult concept because in our society, we're kind of trained to work, 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 work. Um, and there's kind of like a taboo of taking your PTO time or taking needed vacations. Like people don't want to acknowledge that doing those things is actually more productive. Um, mm-hmm. They'd rather you not take your PTO time or, you know, not take that time off that you need. And so, Self-care can at times feel like we're doing something wrong sometimes when Mm -hmm. we're not. Yeah, it can definitely feel really weird. And especially if you work in an environment, like you said, that makes you feel bad for when you need Mm -hmm. to take PTO. Mm -hmm. Um, Like when you're like, oh, well, I just need a day, a day off. Like I I Mm -hmm. had a really rough week. Like I just need a day off. And if they Mm -hmm. shame you for that, then it's going to be hard for you to go to them and ask for time off in the future because they're Mm -hmm. just shaming you for that. Um, Or even in turn, like me, uh, I work in private practice. So if I don't work, I don't get paid. Mm -hmm. I don't have, I don't have PTO anymore. So it's really hard for me to, for me to take off work because I'm just like, well, I need money. Mm -hmm. But also on the other hand, I need time off. Um, right. And, and talking myself into like, it's perfectly okay to take time for yourself mm-hmm. and money isn't everything. I'm very lucky to have a two, like live in a two income household. Um, mm-hmm. so it's not like absolutely dire mm-hmm. if, if I take a day off or two days off when this episode airs, I've, I will have taken Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Monday. So I would have taken four days off. Mm-hmm. Not even a full week. I, I refuse yeah. to give myself a full week, <laughs> which is my own problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're also both like workaholics. I need to work on this. Mm-hmm. So we're definitely not preaching because we don't do great at this um, mm-hmm. all the time. But I also, you know, you brought up a good point too that self care looks different for everybody. And we live in a capitalist society where there's a lot of class differences and some people are not able to take that time off of their job. Some people can't afford to take even one day off um, and it not affect them greatly. So Mm -hmm. just being mindful of like what self-care looks like for each person and how we can fit self-care in, even in, you know, if it's not taking a day off, if it's, you know, how can we get an hour of alone Mm -hmm. time at night and things like that. Even just like coming home and watching your favorite TV show or Mm -hmm. reading a book or walking Mm -hmm. your dog, or even if you just like do a quick, like 30 minute workout routine, 
mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Uh, meal prepping for yourself. That's a big one too. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. That helps not only you not having to cook throughout the week, uh, but it also, cause it's just a quick mm-hmm. grab and grab and go. But I don't know for, for some people, like it helps you eat healthier and Mm-hmm. If you like mm-hmm. cooking, that's a self-care thing. I love cooking. Right. And I love try, trying different recipes. And mm-hmm. I do the Whole30. So Whole30 is pretty mm-hmm. much you cook everything unless you're just going to be eating mm-hmm. raw vegetables and <laughs> fruit <laughs> yeah. the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I follow, yeah. I follow it 80, like 80% of the time. So those crackers yeah. that I had earlier were not whole 30 <laughs> yeah well 80 percent. it's really hard to uh do anything 100 percent of the time so that's why it's important to find like a good balance and i really admire the people that can do whole 30 100 percent because it is so mm-hmm. difficult yeah Mm-mm. you're you're literally living off of fruit vegetables and meat anybody who can do 100 percent of any specialized diet Mm-hmm. that isn't like a hundred percent ice cream all the time. Good for them. Because like, yeah. uh, it's so difficult, like balance of anything, you know, the people mm-hmm. who can go to the gym seven days a week, good for them. You know, that's difficult to do. It's difficult mm-hmm. to, it, it's, and it's difficult to find time to even be able to go do these activities. Like, even if it is like on the weekend, you know, you hanging mm-hmm. out with your friends, you going to do mm-hmm. what is that place here? Um, the throw an axe. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. That's like, that's like a fun activity to do with your friends. Um, going to like mm-hmm. a basketball game or a football game. All of those things are considered self care, but also you have to carve out time to do those things. And sometimes it feels like there's not enough hours in the day and there's not enough money in your bank account to do mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just want to be so. like doing self-care all the time, 24 mm-hmm. seven. And I just can't <laughs> like, I just want to go to Barnes and Noble and buy every single book that I see that I find interesting. Uh-huh. But uh, my bank account says no, <laughs> you can't yeah, do that. Unfortunately, because Barnes and Noble be expensive. <laughs> and I mean, even like going to concerts, that's a big one mm-hmm. that I know you and me like to do. Um, oh, yeah, we do. We went to see Taylor Swift last year. I also saw the Jonas Brothers, Kelsey Ballerini mm-hmm. twice, and Shania yeah. Twain. <laughs> I went to a lot of concerts last year. Mm-hmm. And while I won tickets to Taylor Swift, yeah, I won, I won tickets to Taylor Swift for yeah one night, I think it was. But um, mm-hmm. I think you won them for two. So I won a radio show contest in like December and I got to take a t-shirt and then I called in and won another radio show contest in April. And that was when I won the tickets to Mm -hmm. the show originally. And then I had also done this online thing where I sent it to a bunch of people and got referrals and like, submitted my entry every single day and that's where I won the yeah. sweet tickets but the tickets that I won on mm-hmm. the radio show and the sweet tickets were in the same night 
And then my friend, um, she got a code after I won Mm -hmm. all these tickets. She got sent a code to buy tickets. So she bought tickets for Mm -hmm. Friday and Sunday night. And then we ended up selling the Sunday night tickets, which you went Mm -hmm. to the Sunday night show and got rained on. (laughs) I survived the Sunday night show. (laughs) Made it through. Um, And so like, if I want to go to a concert this year... I'm going to have to win radio show contest, <laughs> but that is my self care is like submitting my entries into a radio show contest to win. That's part of it. I hope you win tickets for the night that we're going to see Noah Khan. That would be cool. Oh, that would be so much fun. And mm-hmm. um, right now I'm in it for Olivia Rodrigo. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I would love to see her. Yeah. So I have like, I think I have two over 200 entries in this this contest. So like, if I don't win, I'm going to be so pissed. I'm going to be like, who (laughs) who won? Who won? Who who is it? Tell me. No, but the radio show uh, that I always use and that have given me all the tickets and everything. They're like super cool people. And I met them at the Taylor Swift concert. And because I was in the suite with them yeah. I got to hang out with them the whole concert they're like the coolest people ever and whenever I hear them on the radio I'm just like oh my god I know them <laughs> I know you I was probably like the very obnoxious person in the suite because I was like go back and forth between like scream singing the songs and then like hanging out with the radio show people and <laughs> <laughs> and eating all the cheese we oh. talked about this. There were so many different cheeses. There was like so this, this like creamy goat blueberry cheese. It sounds weird, but it was delicious. So good. It was so good. And I, I kept buying that cheese because um, I found it at Kroger. And I kept buying mm-hmm. it. <laughs> I don't know if it was the exact one, but I kept buying it. Was it so. expensive even at Kroger? Like the one you were buying? Was it expensive? Uh, yeah, it was probably like, like why I stopped buying it. Cause it was really expensive. It was probably <laughs> like, I want to say it was either like for a thing about like this big mm-hmm. and it's like this round. Um, yeah. I want to say it was like eight to $11, something like that. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is a lot, especially cause <laughs> you really can only eat it with like crackers. So, and gluten-free crackers are expensive. So for that meal alone, it was like $20 for me. (laughs) Self-care that went down the drain. Self-care we could no longer afford. We could no longer afford that. So I had to stop buying that. Uh, But it's delicious. Mm -hmm. I'll have to get some of it. Not now. Maybe when I'm like rich and famous. (laughs) (laughs) There was like, in the suite, there was a whole charcuterie board and then there was like various like chips and salsa and like Mm -hmm. meats and veggies and just like everything that you can think of in this and then they had like huge bottles of wine they had Mm -hmm. beer truly's like they had all of it didn't have to spend any money that night (laughs) had like sprite water whatever you needed Mm -hmm. there so that's awesome and and they had their own bathroom, which is really good, especially the night before. 
and my poor friends that went with me that weren't in the suite with me because my aunt was with me. <laughs> uh, but they had to like stand in line for 20 minutes for the bathroom. <laughs> and those bathrooms Listen, were really gross. I don't really know how I survived not going to the bathroom. I don't know if I just like did not intake anything. So I did not have to go to the bathroom because we were there forever. Mm-hmm. But the line to get into the bathroom when we were on that lightning delay was whack. Because everybody was just standing. So Mm -hmm. you could not get through to go to the bathroom. There was just nothing. Yeah. That would not be fun. We'll have to discuss the trauma of night three and how I almost passed out. And I had to, like, get to the edge of the crowd because my knees, like, buckled. And Mm -hmm. according to my best friend who was with me, my lips turned blue. I was claustrophobic. Yeah. Yeah. Because we had been standing for three and a half hours at that point. Yeah. And there was no breathing room. Mm-hmm. So everybody was just like jam packed into that area. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So. Mm-mm. And we were, we were on the third level. So there wasn't like anywhere that we could really like, just like sit down and chill. It was like mm-hmm. just standing room only. Oh, oh, absolutely not. Yeah. That would not have been a fun time. No. Eventually when she so. came on, I was just like, so ready to see the show i was like i fought for this Mm -hmm. they they like skipped the opening acts right and then just went straight Mm -hmm. into taylor yeah 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 we didn't get any openers missed out i know who would it i know who would it have been phoebe oh you missed a good one Mm -hmm. i was excited to see her and was it um gail too yeah because we got we had gail friday and then Uh Gracie Abrams Saturday was or was it Gracie? I don't remember. I didn't get to see them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Phoebe was phenomenal, but you still got to see Phoebe play nothing new, right? No. Oh yes, yeah, but not opening. So mm-hmm. it's fine. I'm over it, I guess. Hey. I was, but you know what? Taylor came out there and she performed. That entire show went past midnight. That was her curfew. Paid fines to pay or to play the whole thing. And it poured rain the whole time, but it was mm-hmm. the best. She knows how to put on a show, no matter the circumstance. She does, yeah. I don't know how much of that we're going to have to cut. <laughs> we just go on yeah. long rants Tangent. So, um, but yeah, so going to concerts is self-care for us. Mm-hmm. It's I a know huge we both self-care. like to, re- yeah, we both like to read. That's a big self-care thing that we both do. Mm-hmm. Yes, so. buying, lo- buying lots of books. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'll also just mm-hmm. say, like, get a Kindle, pay for Kindle Unlimited. A lot yes. of books are on Kindle Unlimited, and mm-hmm. if they're not, you can get them for like a reduced rate. Like, yeah. the Crescent City book, the new Crescent City book, is like thirty dollars mm-hmm. for the physical copy because they only have it in hardback. And I got it for nine dollars on Kindle, so that's so a huge cheaper. difference. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kindle Unlimited is so worth it. Also, you can sign up for your library too, and mm-hmm. there is an app. It's called Libby, and then mm-hmm. also there's other there's other apps that your library probably has mm-hmm. where you can get like free audiobooks. So, and just having a library card in general is really yeah. beneficial. If you like reading. Yeah. 
we are avid readers on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I think my I set my yearly goal to twenty, and I'm at thirteen. So probably should have set it higher, but you know, hey, I'm not there yet. I I read a book the other day uh, that actually falls into what this podcast is. Um, mm-hmm. It's called The Burnout Generation, and it talks about oh. millennials mm-hmm. and how easy it is for millennials to just burn out because we were pushed to go to college, get a degree. Mm -hmm. It's okay to go in debt because you're going to pay it off because you're going to have a good enough job to pay it off. And that's not the reality because when all of us have gotten out of school, Mm -hmm. there's like this huge gap in whether we're going to get paid enough Mm -hmm. to even like put food on our table or pay rent. Because even with, you know, like I talked about a couple weeks ago, like with, my bachelor's degree, I was paid 27 K mm-hmm. in 2019. Mm-hmm. If I was living anywhere, but with my parents, I would not have been able to afford rent or food. Right. Mm-hmm. Or a car. And mental health in general is so underpaid and mm-hmm. we work our butts off and it's hard work. So like that sucks. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We don't feel like that we're like compensated for what we're worth. Like you go to school and mm-hmm. you learn all of this stuff specifically for your degree. And then you get so defeated because you go out searching for a job that's going to pay enough. You can't find one. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that book is really good. I suggest everyone go and read that. It's called The Burnout Generation. And... Uh, if you mm-hmm. wanted to listen to it on like Audible or any kind of audiobook, I think it's only like two hours to listen to the full thing. It's not that um, oh. yeah, that's long not bad. of a read. It's not that long of a read, mm-hmm. uh, but it goes into is a journalist and she interviews multiple people about their experience with burnout mm-hmm. and just the job market mm-hmm. in general and how different it is for millennials and going into Gen Z than it was for Mm -hmm. Gen X and the boomer generation. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Cause like 30 years ago, probably even longer than that, like 40, 50 years ago, um, you could go to college for like Mm -hmm. a fraction of the cost. Like what our meal plan was in college was what, our grandparents and parents tuition was in college. Yeah. Like it's not the same. It's insane. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. That generation was also the ones that were pushing us to go to college. Mm-hmm. And be, if you don't go to college, then you're not going to be successful. Yeah. So I want to get into why self-care is important for your body. Mm-hmm. Another thing that shows up when you're not just burned out Um, but just Mm -hmm. overall not taking care of yourself, um, your body will shut itself down. Uh So that, that will show up in sickness. So if you find yourself Mm -hmm. getting sick a lot more, it's probably a sign that you need to slow down. Mm -hmm. You know, last year I got strep twice in a month, Mm -hmm. which was probably a big signal to be like, Hey, slow down your immune system. Mm -hmm is not working the way that it needs to work Mm -hmm. because you're not taking care of yourself 
and you're yeah. overworking. So when you run yourself down like that, like you're literally like a battery, just like slowly going down. Mm-hmm. And then when it, the low battery pops up, like your phone's either going to die or you go and put it on charge. Yeah. So are you going to go put yourself on charge or are you going to let yourself die essentially? <laughs> <laughs> dramatic (laughs) yeah but but it can can happen because that can lead to heart disease like especially if Mm -hmm. you're not sleeping at night either Mm -hmm. that's the one of the number one risk Uh factors for heart disease yeah like i knew someone that said that they got on average three hours of sleep per night not drugs anything like that Mm -hmm. that person has had two heart attacks and continues to be told by doctors, if you don't sleep, you are going to die. Literally. Sleep is so important for our bodies, like in our brains. Like, I don't think that people understand how important sleep is to our brain health. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, our overall physical health in general, but our brains, people think that our, when we go to sleep, that our brains shut down and like, we're all off work. No, your brain is in overtime when you sleep because it's processing everything from the day, processing memories, like it's it's trying to store mm-hmm. everything. So your brain needs that time to do that or you're going to mm-hmm. not be able to focus. You're going to be irritable. There's a lot of research that shows that or untreated sleep apnea leads to um, dementia and Alzheimer's because... Mm-hmm it's interrupted sleeping patterns your brain's not getting the oxygen that it needs at night and that's harmful to your brain yeah for sure because that's the time where your brain is also like taking in all the information from the day and Mm -hmm. storing what's important and kicking Mm -hmm. out what's not important yeah so like a fly buzzes in front of you during the day like that's not an important (laughs) thing (laughs) and your brain's going to be like okay that's not important but it needs that time to even figure out what's important and what's not important. Right. And that's how, that's how it does that is when you're asleep. Mm-hmm. And then with certain, like, I know that I've shared on the podcast before about how I am diagnosed with bipolar disorder. It is so important for people with mood disorders specifically to get routine sleep. Um, mm-hmm. Because if you go too long without sleep or if you're sleeping too much, that can cause an episode to happen. Um, so like, that's one of the first things when I started getting treated for my bipolar disorder with the psychiatrist was like, okay, you need to have like a good sleep routine. If you're not sleeping here, mm-hmm. we're going to put you on some sleeping medicine to help you sleep because you need to make sure that you're getting the sleep that you need. Yeah. Cause another thing like lack of sleep can do um, is lead into psychosis as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you see people who have like, for example, been using meth and are up Mm -hmm. for like days Mm -hmm. at a time that can lead to psychosis because their Mm -hmm. brains are not shutting down. Right. When we say psychosis, we mean like detachment from reality, Mm -hmm. auditory or visual hallucinations, uh, paranoia, that kind of psychosis. And just meth in general is hallucinogenic at times as well um and also for those of you who don't know meth can lead to long-term meth-induced psychosis so don't do meth (laughs) don't 
don't do meth because even if you use for a period of time when you're in your 20s, like you said, it can lead to in like long term psychosis, mm-hmm. even if you stop using. Yeah, like it can take six months to a year for your brain to heal from that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes even longer, depending on how much you used and how long mm-hmm. you used. It, it's just, it's a very dangerous drug. And now they're like, they're lacing everything with fentanyl too. So you don't even know what you're getting. It's a dangerous, dangerous world out there with mm-hmm. substance use right now. I mean, it is anyways, but the fentanyl crisis is changing the game a little bit. Do you want to talk about the importance of pets and self-care? <sighs> yes. Pets and self-care. So pets can be a huge stress reliever. Mm -hmm. They can offer so much support. They can help regulate us. I know Mm -hmm. Millie really picks up on when I'm like super anxious and she will Mm -hmm. come over and she'll a lot of times like put her head in my lap or Mm -hmm. lay next to me, lay on top of me. My cats do that too. Yeah. Cats aren't really a good predictor of that because they are very selfish creatures. But I think at times my cats can pick up on that too. So, yeah. They're really good to co regulate with. Like you said, they mm-hmm. help regulate you. Um, there's been a lot of studies that talk about how, if you're really like in distress, even just petting an animal kind of lowers mm-hmm. your stress levels. Yeah. That's why there's therapy dogs. Um, mm-hmm. And one of my favorite things that when I was in college that, you know, sororities and fraternities would do on campus is they would bring like the humane society animals on campus. Mm -hmm. So it would not only like raise money and be beneficial for the humane society, uh, but it would also give like the college kids like a little bit of a stress reliever to just get to hold puppies and kitties uh, Mm -hmm. in between classes because it's super stressful time. And a lot of times they would do that Either like the week of finals or a couple weeks before finals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The college we went to was really good at like finals week self-care. Yeah. Max. Speaking of dogs and self-care. Max, Maxie come here. Boy. Maxie boy. He acting up. I don't know what he's doing. He's having a he's having a moment. Having a big old moment. But yeah, I have had like a very like much life changing past couple of years and the like one constant in my life has been max. And so, Mm -hmm. um, he's a big source of my self care and something that like helps me participate in self care because there have been a lot of times that like I wouldn't have gotten out of bed if I didn't like Mm -hmm. need to go and walk him or like I'm maybe wouldn't have gotten out of bed if I didn't know that he needed to be taken care of. So, Mm -hmm. um, just having like a dog or a cat that's like you're responsible for kind of helps you to, to get out of bed sometimes, you know? Yeah. And do the things that you need to do to take Mm -hmm. care of them, Mm -hmm. which in turn takes care of yourself. Yeah. So, cause if you have to go outside and walk your dog, you're getting that vitamin D that you need. Yeah. Can't be holed up inside. Yeah. And you just feel a lot better getting fresh air and being outside and, being in nature yeah but then also on the other hand sometimes they can stress you out especially if they go (laughs) missing yeah they do bring some stress sometimes they definitely can and the itching right now like poor baby Mm -hmm. like i just just worry about her bad for it yeah yeah 
Because, I mean, especially when you don't have any kids, Mm -hmm. your pets kind of are your kids. They are your kids, yeah. Yeah. And you just worry about them. Mm -hmm. Because I remember when Millie was missing, I, I was a mess. Like, people that were around me during that time, those poor people, like, for example... I called somebody a see you next Tuesday mm-hmm. in the middle of Kroger parking lot during that couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's so Cause you're stressed out. <laughs> yeah. Cause you're just so stressed out. <laughs> they like yelled at me and I turned around and I called them a see you next Tuesday. So yeah, it was a hard time. <laughs> and it wasn't James Kennedy's DJ set either. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was not that. It was not that. So okay. we just wanted to post like a bonus episode in lieu of um, Kate being gone, her going and doing this self-care vacation and mm-hmm. wanted to kind of talk about that and put out something so that there wasn't a big long break in between. So, yeah, we wanted to give you guys some content. Yeah. That's that's what we're here for. So <laughs> Yeah, so next week we'll be back to shit on Sheena some more because I'm sure there's gonna be some Plenty. more things that Sheena mm-hmm. has done to piss us yep. off. <laughs> yeah. So regular scheduled Sheena programming next week. Exercised episode and our regular stuff next week. Yep, so we will see you guys next week. Have a good week, and remember to take care of yourself. Yes, lots of self-care. Okay, bye!